Listeners, welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Million here with you. I am the general overseer of Dominion Fire Church. I'm a licensed minister through John G. Lakes Ministries, and uh, what we do here with Dominion Fire is not only uh, healing and divine healing, things such as those, but uh, creative arts, which support the, the message of healing and all the things under it. This program is one of these projects where we interview amazing, amazing people that are in the areas of healing and all the uh, the stuff under that, which we're, we're getting kind of heavy on the show here. And uh, today's show is going to continue in this vein as we are expecting very soon the release of a movie which is entitled Dead Razor. That's right. You heard me correctly. Now we're going to be interviewing... Um, people that are in this realm, people that operate in this area and in this ministry. And uh, today's guest I am super excited for, not only because uh, he is involved in the Dead Razor movie project, but he's also an author, he's a speaker, and some of his recent materials that I have studied have absolutely wrecked my theology in a good way. And uh, it's just opened a whole new box to me, a whole new world to me, and just uh, the people like this are the ones that we need to talk to, we need to hear from, and these are the discussions we need to have. So let's get this show on the road here. Joining me on the phone, again, author, speaker on the Dead Razor team, from One Glance Ministries, Mr. Tyler G. Johnson. Tyler, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? Thank you. I am I'm great. How are you? It, uh, I'm awesome, man. I'm so excited to have you here. And uh, before we really dig into the materials of, um, of of the ministry and what you do, uh, let's start with a testimony. Um, dead raising testimony. What can you share with us? Uh, flip people out. What do you got? Yeah, totally. Well, uh, I'm thinking the the testimony I guess I could share is uh, we've been going after this stuff for a while. Our team had a few people brought back to life uh, after dying. And my wife and I actually went to a hospital where a friend was that uh, had fourth-stage cancer. We wanted to pray for them and just bless them and just see God heal them. Uh, we got to the hospital, prayed, and as we were wrapping up the prayer for her, uh, a code went out over the hospital PA system, and someone had died that was in the ICU that they had been trying to obviously keep alive. Uh, and our friends... Uh, the woman that we were praying for and her husband said, why don't you go pray for them? They need prayer more than even we do, you know? So we, we went out in the hallway. Uh, we had our, our little boy at the time. He was about a year old. And uh, we walked down the hall, and there was just kind of chaos. Just, there was doctors and nurses running towards this room. And uh, we were, you know, we're pretty bold, so we're not, uh, we're not too worried about rubbing shoulders with people and we're doing this stuff. But we walked the door, and it was packed with... Uh, people from the hospital, so we didn't want to get in their way or anything. So we, we stood right outside the doorway, and we just lifted our hands up, and we prayed probably like an eight to ten second prayer um, for life. I think we just uh, cursed um, the spirit of death in Jesus' name, and we released life, and then we left. Uh, we got in the elevator, rode down the elevator, and went home, and we ended up coming back the next day to pray for our, our friend again. And when we walked in the room, they were just kind of dumbstruck, just sitting there looking at us. And we said, what's going on? And they said, we have to tell you what happened last night. So the husband of the woman that was sick, um, after, you know, a few hours after we left, 
was walking through one of the hallways and walked up on a group of doctors, um, and he overheard their conversation. They were saying things like, I just don't understand why that happened. Um, it was amazing. There's no reason why that should happen. Uh, it turns out what happened was that the man that died, um, they did the defib, they did everything they could do to save this man's life, and he died. Um, and it took the time of death and everything, and people filed out of the room. And uh, I'm not sure how much longer after he died, uh, but <laughs> one of the nurses was in there uh, preparing him the body to take it to the morgue, and um, this man just sat up, just sat up, um, awakened to life and raised from the dead. Uh, totally freaked her out and was brought back. Uh, and uh, so that was one of the times when we had the dead raised, and you know, the doctors were just... Uh, blown away and the, the thing that we've learned is that the medical community doesn't have any way to categorize uh, a resurrection they don't it doesn't it doesn't fit any category for them medically um, so a lot of times it's unexplained they'll just think they made a mistake but the person really wasn't dead or something like that but uh, the time of death was taken and that person was raised from the dead so we just praise God for that it was amazing all right so let's just lay it right out here uh, lay it right out on this one Raising the dead actually does happen. Yes or no? <laughs> it does. Okay. If, if, uh, if, if it didn't happen, Jesus wouldn't have told us to do it, you know? Awesome. Now, what do you think is the reason that um, a lot of people don't go after stuff like this? Well, I think uh, it makes you kind of a crazy one. Um, I think that there's, you know, there's, there may not be a whole lot of people in the public side that are, that are doing this kind of stuff. So it kind of makes you the weird one out, you know, the odd one out, even the black sheep sometimes. Um, but I'm totally comfortable with that because uh, Jesus told us to do it. And if obeying the Lord makes me the black sheep, then I'm okay with being the black sheep. Um, I think that there's other reasons uh, that influence why people don't go after this because a lot of times Hollywood has defined uh, dead raising more than the church has. So people think of zombies or, uh, you know, a dead body springing up and choking them or something dumb like that. You know, just weird kind of evil stuff instead of resurrection being about love, being about um, the fact that someone gets their loved one back from the grave, you know. Um, and when we start to view it in that way, I think it becomes less intimidating. And that's really what what we're all doing on, on our dead raising teams or with Dead Raiser, the movie, we're trying to communicate to people that anyone can do this and that this whole thing is about about the love of God manifest um, in families that have lost loved ones. So when some in a case like you were just explaining, when someone is raised up like that, um, are they healed from whatever took them out in the first place? Well, we, we pray for that. We don't think that God likes to do half a miracle. Um, and so whenever we've had someone come back, either they've been totally made well from whatever killed them, or they're on a path of, um, uh, I'll call it like accelerated healing. Um, so uh, we don't expect God, someone that dies from four-stage cancer, we don't expect God to raise them from the dead, to leave them there gasping for air, barely alive. Um, we believe for um, either it's totally gone, or there's uh, a, a quite extraordinary measure of healing that's already taken place, and then that continues. Uh, so I'm sure, you know, the listeners and Millie and yourself, 
being in the healing ministry, there's a difference sometimes between a miracle and healing. Sometimes I'll pray for someone on the street and they get an instant, complete miracle on the spot. It just happens instantaneously. And then there's other times where they get a measure of that. And as we thank the Lord for that measure, it increases and increases, and that's a healing. Um, so uh, we're okay with either one when someone comes back, but we're not okay with leading someone right back into a place where death is looming again. And I don't believe that God does half, uh, half a miracle like that. Yeah, definitely. See, to me, uh, when I look at stuff like this, I, I treat it as though, you know, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, you know, raise the dead, that whole deal. You know, to me, those are the basics of the faith, uh, because that's what, you know, Jesus had these, his guys out doing. It was the basic thing that opened the door for all the other work that they did in, from, you know, the way I see it in this particular context. Um, so, I guess the question that people would ask is, okay, if we're supposed to do this, when you're presented in a situation like this, and, and I think the first thing to realize is, and, and this is just uh, you know my experience, is that in our culture with how we handle like med- medical situations and how we handle uh, hygiene and cleanliness, we don't get a lot of chances to be around dead bodies. And that's just, you know, yeah. I, I don't know how, if depending on where you work or if you're in the medical field, that may be different. But I know for me, I don't get many opportunities. Uh, so when, with that said, is there uh, like a, and I'm kind of tongue in cheek here with this. Is there like a formula? Is there a certain thing you say? Is there a certain approach you have to take? Cause the question that people would ask is how do I do this? So when you go in there to pray to raise the dead, how do you do it? Yeah. Are, are you referring to interacting with people or praying um, like, actual prayer that you would pray. Yeah, the actual prayer you would pray. Yeah, I would think that um, when I look at the life of Christ, I don't see him praying a specific prayer. You know, I think it's really good to be aware of what's going on in the spirit realm um, by by Holy Ghost, you know, leading you and telling you what's going on. I think that's why Jesus called um, called uh, the, uh, the spirit back to the body. Um, so he was aware of what was going on spiritually, but I think ultimately we, Jesus wasn't—he didn't have a formula. You know, he was led by the Holy Spirit. It says that he did as the Father um, led him to do. And so what we do is we go into these situations with the conviction, not just the belief, but the, the absolute conviction, the unwavering conviction that God desires to raise the dead. We don't make excuses about it. We don't... Um, we don't make excuses that God doesn't want to. We don't come up with reasons as to why He doesn't want to. Because see, a lot of us we've come to the place where we don't we don't think that way with healing anymore. You know, if someone isn't healed, we just keep praying for, it. we keep believing for it. We need to come to that same place with dead raising. Um, but what we do, we go into those situations with that conviction that God wants to bring life, and then we allow the Spirit of God to speak to us in the situation and to pray however He wants us to pray. Um, one of our teams just the other day, uh, this might be kind of wild to some people, but we firmly believe that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so as they were praying over the many dead bodies, they started, uh, this might sound kind of wild to some people, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, hmm. but they actually started telling jokes. Um, and they were just releasing joy into the room. Um, but we believe that more people are going to be raised from the dead um, from just the laughter of God. Then you know the weeping and the mourning and the gnashing of teeth and all this stuff. You know we we uh, so we just go into the situation. We do as God leads. We believe that whatever, however God's leading us, it should look honoring. It should look loving. It should be beautiful. And 
So whether that be, you know, praying a, a prayer to rebuke the spirit of death or, you know, just praying scriptures out over them or getting words of knowledge or whatever, we just do as a father does. Yeah. Yeah, listeners, you know, it's um, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you notice another element to that is everything in the kingdom is flipped. You know, you want to be the greatest, you got to become the least. You want to become rich, you got to become poor. You know, it's God flips everything around and uses, you know, the foolish things to confound what we think is wise. Now, what do you do with that information? That's up to you to decide. So uh, just kind of think that over because we are up against our first break. <laughs> Joining us on the phone again, Tyler G. Johnson, author, speaker on the Dead Razor team for the upcoming film, also One Glance Ministries, who is speaking today on the topic of not only the movie, but uh, Dead Raising, his DRT trainings that he does. And uh, we're going to have more on him and his background right after this here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Keep it locked right here. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Back on the Heal the Sick podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N for Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, you can check us out online at dominionfire.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash dominionfire. Uh, we have a YouTube and Instagram channels. Make sure you check those out. Just search for Dominion Fire and you will find us. And uh, if you'd like to follow me personally on Twitter, it is at Healing Minister. And uh, you can also email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com if you have any further or follow-up questions for myself or any of our guests and uh, or even testimonies of uh, if you got healed from a prayer on the show. it's uh, I've heard one or two thus far, so it, it happens. Uh, so definitely keep us in the loop and uh, please share with your friends and uh, let's get this message out to the world because we have got to change things. This is uh, this is too good of a message just to to keep contained. And today's guest is uh, continuing on that vein with us. Joining us again on the phone, Tyler G. Johnson, author, speaker. He's also on the Dead Razor team, uh, One Glance Ministries. And uh, Tyler, would you please tell the audience a little of your background experience and how you got involved with the current projects that you're in? Yeah, of course. Um, it, it all started a while ago with um, with my dad's death, probably. It didn't start on a happy note. Uh, my dad's death sent me on a journey to uh, discover who God really was. You know, he's, he's either the greatest tyrant that's ever lived, or he's the most wonderful, good God, uh, most beautiful person in existence. And 
but my dad's death kind of sent me on a journey to discover the goodness of God, and that that sent me into. Um, I was I went to a Christian college where I ended up getting hooked up with some YWAMers that were doing um, some mission trips overseas, and we saw some uh, physical healing miracles, uh, which tripped me out because I I grew up Baptist and we never I'd never seen anything like that before, and um, came back from those trips and decided that. I didn't need to get on a plane to see miracles happen, that I could just start praying for people at my local Walmart. So I began to go to Walmart every night and pray for people. And after a short amount of time, I started seeing um, people get healed. And God would speak to me in the parking lot about who was inside the store and what they were wearing and what was wrong with their body. And I would go find them and pray for them. And they would get have a total encounter with God. And uh, my, my world was just... Uh, being shaken, and, and it was wonderful. Um, I was At the same time, I was just really spending a lot of time with the Lord, just really intimate with Him um, in worship, but also just really bearing my heart to Him and, and wanting to know Him more. And uh, as time progressed, um, I began to realize that I, in Matthew 10, it says, heal the sick, cast out demons, cleanse the leper, and raise the dead. And I realized that I had done the, the casting out demons and the healing the sick, and if there were lepers around, I was sure, because we had seen just about everything, I think except for AIDS, everything healed. We had stuff grow out on people's bodies, and we had cancers and diabetes go, and just really amazing stuff. Um, I was involved in my local healing rooms, and stuff was just, it was just really wonderful. But I realized that I hadn't seen the dead raised, and that uh, sent me kind of on another journey to actually you know, uh, obey that, that commandment in Matthew 10, 8 and go for it. And, uh, began to, that's a long story, but I began to find opportunities to pray for the dead. And then we ended up having a team of people that were going after that, that we were directing. And then God released us to do trainings, um, to train other teams in other cities. And so now we have over 50 teams of people that are just totally dedicated to praying, um, for people that have died to be raised from the dead. And it might sound crazy to people, but when you lose a loved one, you understand uh, why we're doing that. Uh, and uh, so from there, um, we got in contact with some, some other young men that were going after and doing the same stuff. Um, began taping for Dead Razor, the movie that's coming out in October. And um, I wrote a book and on dead raising and just all kinds of stuff started happening probably five years ago where um, I started to, I just started having me speak internationally and in, in the States and it just kind of took off. And uh, that's, that's in short, that's kind of been my journey with the Lord. Um, it all started in the place of intimacy with Jesus and being with him and being in scripture and then watching as I just kind of stepped out like a child, not really knowing what I was doing, making mistakes, but him being my heart that I wanted to obey him, it all started to take off. <laughs> and it can happen for anyone else, too. Mm-hmm. So that's so, kind of my story. So how is... Well, well, tell us actually about the Dead Razor film and uh, what, what can people expect and when is it going to be released? Yeah, people can expect um, a really wonderful movie that will challenge them. So we'll make them laugh, I'm sure. Um, it's going to be released in October. October 4th is the 
official release date. We're doing a, a month of premieres in various places in the country, whether it be in a church or a bar or at a movie theater. We don't care. Um, it's a movie that not just Christians will like, but non-Christians will really enjoy it, too. Because um, this is a... Resurrection is something that the world's asking about right now, too. People are wondering if there's someone out there that has the power to really raise the dead. That's why we have such an infatuation, an infatuation with uh, zombies right now, like I said earlier, in Hollywood. Um, the reason why there's such focus on that stuff is because uh, the questions of the Church in the heart of men and the questions of the world in the hearts of men are the same questions sometimes. Um, and what's on people's minds right now is, is, is there abundant life? Church has the answer, yes, it's Jesus Christ. The world's asking that question, is there life after death? And the best they can come up with is something like zombies, but we know that through the power of Jesus, you know, people can be raised to life with a, you know, obviously a functioning mind and functioning body. But that power does exist in Jesus. So um, Dead Razor is all about different people across the country um, that are that are believing this and seeing it happen. And we have doctors on it. We have a a man that was a satanic cannibal that got saved, got raised from the dead, oh. got saved. Um, we have, uh, these people are on tape. We have, you know, just normal people that no one knows about on tape uh, that have raised the dead. Um, there's a EMT, uh, just an awesome man of God named Jesse Berkey, who's an EMT. Um, and, you know, he's had multiple people raised from the dead in the back of ambulances and on calls. So there's this just wonderful plethora of testimonies that you're going to see in this movie of uh, of people that have seen the dead raised. So You know, listeners, I just want to throw something out um, <clears throat> that, that uh, Tyler had kind of jog my, my thinking on a little bit. It, it's funny, we come up with stories about zombies because there's something to resurrection. You know, we, we climb mountains and we cure diseases. Uh, we try to cure diseases, in, medically speaking, and, and the deal is is that you know, humans know in somewhere in their spiritual DNA that they're supposed to have dominion over things. And it's interesting that, you know, dead raising is no exception. It's having dominion over death the same way Jesus had dominion over death, the way he defeated death. It's the same thing that we technically should be going after. So I just want to put that out to you just for a little food for thought and just um, kind of throw that in your mental Rolodex for future reference. So, um, Tyler, the DRT trainings that you have, now you um, – a, a huge thing that uh, a lot of men of God over the years have kind of missed on is they may have a great ministry, they see great miracles, but they never find a way to duplicate themselves for future generations or future people or to spread out. Uh, with the DRT training, so you're training people – on the concepts and principles that are required to go out and do this. So how did you start getting the, the DRT training and this teams together? Well, we uh, we basically got the team started happening kind of naturally because I'd get asked to go somewhere and talk about uh, my experience with uh, dead raising. Um, and the teachings just naturally came because what God would speak to me in, in the quiet place or in the secret place, I would just basically write it down in note form and then start teaching it. Um, what I would get from scriptures, what he'd tell me personally, different things like that. So, um, you know, we, we really do want to see more people uh, raised up to go after this thing and, and uh, not just to be duplicated, but multiplied, you know, and I think that it starts with intimacy with Jesus. It starts with Matthew ten eight, and just believing the words of Jesus uh, that you know He wouldn't tell us to raise the dead unless um, 
unless we had the ability to do that because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. You know, He wouldn't He wouldn't tell us to do something that we couldn't do. You know, that He hadn't enabled us to do. And so we just try to make it um, simple in the sense of just go for this thing. I mean, that's that's really all that I did. I just went after it. I mean, I was literally like writing letters to my funeral home directors in town and, and saying, can I come pray for your dead people? I mean, I was chasing ambulances. I was uh, I was stopping at car wrecks on the side of the road to try to get an opportunity to go after this. I remember John Wimber used to say, if you pray for 100 people, you're going to see someone healed. And our take on this whole thing is, you know, don't try to get this slick formula about it. Just obey Jesus. Just step out and just go for it. Like, um, if you pray for 50 people to be raised from the dead, like, you're going to see someone raised from the dead. It's it's impossible for you not to get a breakthrough when you sowed that much in the heavenly realms. And so we just encourage people to go after it and uh, to train other people, you know, and what they learn to train other people. Um, and to, just to step out, be bold, and just... Um, exert their faith. You know, um, that is a a crucial element, and I say that because one of the biggest issues that I will see when I will disciple or train someone in the area of healing is, I don't know if I can go do this. And it doesn't matter how much knowledge or information you have, because you could study this stuff all day, but until you actually put the boots on the ground and get hands on people, you truly don't know anything. And it's 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 a thing you have to just go you know it says as you go or you know, go preach the gospel go heal the go is the key word um to a lot of this so uh keep that in mind if you are uh, getting ready to go step out in this thing it's huge um listeners we are uh, again all day i could speak with some of our guests and this is uh <laughs> this is why my heart breaks because we're up against our next break as well and uh tyler g johnson one glance ministries author speaker and we're talking about uh dead raising and the movie that's coming out in october we are going to be up against our second break here and um when we come back tyler's going to be uh teaching us a little something that's on his heart right now so uh stay tuned because it's going to be good all right million here with you heal the sick back in a moment hello listeners million here right now dominion fire is working on several creative projects including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are back. My heart is heavy because the final segment is upon us, but we still got some good stuff to get through, so let's lift those hearts right back up. 
Joining us on the phone, Tyler G. Johnson, One Glance Ministries, an author, speaker, member of the Dead Razor team of the upcoming movie of the same name called Dead Razor. And uh, he's talking us talking with us today about the concept of raising the dead and, more importantly, being obedient to what God has told you to do. And that's what this ultimately boils down to. In our third segment, what I usually ask our guests to do, if they will share something that's on their heart, a, uh, a lesson, a thought, a scripture, just kind of whatever is uh, in their spirit these days that they would like for people to kind of know and think about. And Tyler, what is on your heart that you can share with us? Yeah, totally. Um, uh, for me, um, really what started me on, on this journey of the miraculous and, and, and resurrection power and all that was um, was really just being loved on by the Lord. Um, I think um, I think it's it's one thing to to love God. Jesus says, you know, that's the first commandment. Um, but when he says that, when the Lord tells us that, you know, the first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your body, your strength, all that stuff. Um, he's, he presumes that we know that we don't have love to give unless we first receive it. You know, First John 4 says that we only love because God first loved us. In other words, love even is an impartation. It's something we receive from Him and then we, we give back to Him. We don't possess it on our own. The only reason why we have it is because we first got it from Him. And um, It's one thing to give our love to Him. It's a whole other thing to actually let the love of God get in, to let all our walls down and be vulnerable with Him and let Him love us. Because what I've found is that the hardest thing to receive in life um, is actually love. It's the, the deep wonderful love of God makes us squirm. It's so good. It's, it feels too good to be true. It's it's wonderful. And most people I've learned have a really hard time with being able to not only receive it, but even acknowledge it. I mean, it's just, it's intense and it's wonderful. It's invasive. And um, so I guess if I were to give a little lesson or something, I would say, you know, ultimately what Million and I are, are, are talking about right now and, and what we're what we're tackling in this whole thing with dead raising it it all comes back to the foundation and the foundation is intimacy with the Lord. It's, it goes back to your relationship and your connection with the King. And what started me on this whole journey in the first place was was seeing His eyes, you know, having encounters with the Lord through Scripture or in person, and and um, have, just being wrecked by Him, but being wrecked by His love, being undone by how wonderful he is. And the only way you can ever really obey Matthew 10, 8, only you can ever come to that place of obedience is when you're not doing it out of duty. Because duty will only get you so far. But love, passionate love that seeks um, the pleasure of another rather than their own. It, it pays down anything. It doesn't care what the cost. It doesn't matter if it makes them weird that they're the only one in the funeral home at three in the morning and everyone thinks they're bizarre in the family. It doesn't it doesn't think about being foolish. It thinks about pleasing the one that they love. And even when 20 years have gone by and you've seen hundreds of people raised from the dead and thousands of people healed, the thing you'll always come back to is not dead raising or miracles. It's going to be your relationship and connection with the Lord. It's going to be your friendship with Him. It's going to be your intimacy with Him. And no matter like how much of the stuff that I do on a daily to weekly basis, I have to remember like this is all about 
me and Jesus. This is all about knowing him and being known. This is all about letting him love me, not just in the places that feels convenient, but in the darkest places of my heart, letting him come in and spread his love and his beauty everywhere. And I just encourage you guys to, like, just let down your walls today and every day, you know, every day from now on. And open the doors of your heart and let the King of Glory come in. Let him just lavish his love upon you that you don't deserve and you don't feel worthy of, but that he wants to give to you. Like, and that he, that's why you hung on the cross is so that he could do that, so that he could come into all of our shame and our, our condemnation and all the problems we have, and he could just spread his beauty and his acceptance and his love over our whole life. And once you do that, you become empowered. You become full of of power, because <laughs> power comes from love. Real power comes from love. And you'll see that it raised, you'll see that the sick healed, and, and you won't burn out, and you won't fall into sin, you won't have all these things happen if you're grounded in love and intimacy with the King. So that's what I would, um, those are my, my uh, two cents. You know, I don't know, man. It sounds like you're teaching that there grace stuff, that greasy grace stuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yep. laughs> Sorry, I had to get that one in there because it's, uh, you know, as soon as you start talking about, you know, just the pure love of God, which, uh, which is phenomenal. It's just, uh, and that's why listeners, I was telling you that Tyler opened up a whole new world to me recently. And this is one of those things where you see people start to, uh, batten down the hatches and they start getting in their cocoon because it's like, we can't be hearing that stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm telling you, God is even better than you think. And it's, uh, it's, it's huge. And, uh, what I, I want to share with the listening audience is, um, your information, because when I, when I say that uh, Tyler's teaching, what I'm referring to is on his website. Uh, he has some webinars that I've recently uh, sat through, and he does seminars also in on location at various places. Um, you have to check his website for that. Um, but recently there was the DRT, which I trained on uh, one weekend. I listened also to another one called The Goodness of God. And I got to tell you, listeners – Grab a hold of one of these, either one, because they're they're very very similar in, in many respects. But the goodness of God was phenomenal, and listen to that and tell me that it won't wreck your theology if you truly think that through. So I'm not going to ruin it any further for you. You have to figure it out on your own. But check it out and uh, see see what this see what this gentleman has to say because I believe he's on to something. Uh, Tyler, would you please tell the listening audience where they can find you, your website, Facebook, email, social media, whatever you feel like sharing? Sure. Um, I'm on Facebook um, under Tyler G. Johnson. Um, you can find us at oneglance.org for our ministry. We're also at the Dead Raising, or sorry, the Dead Raising Team.com. Um, and uh, that's probably the extent. Uh, we have we have some podcasts up. We have um, books that are out. One of them is called How to Raise the Dead. Um, our first book, um, our stories from that time I mentioned earlier about uh, praying for people in Walmart. It's called Stories of the Supernatural. You can probably find it. In, well, you can. It's available in Barnes and Nobles and it's on Amazon and all that kind of stuff. So um, those are different ways you can connect and and find the different things we've uh, produced so that people can learn. So, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And again, listeners, if you get the opportunity to either check out the book, the webinars, or even on location, you know, hear what this man has to say. And like we tell you on the show, be the Berean, you know, search the scripture, make sure what he's saying is the truth. And I'm telling you, you you might be stunned what you're going to find. You know, a lot of times we get stagnant a little in our faith and we just feel like we're not growing or we're not getting anywhere. Well, this, this could open a box and I know it did for me, which is why I'm very fervently trying to encourage you to check it out um because this is huge this is just huge so i'll i'll leave it at that and you guys can uh, figure it out from there so it's teed up take a swing when you're ready tyler i want to thank you for uh being on the program today it is uh it's truly an honor like i said i love your materials and it really got me thinking i'm still still processing through all this um as we're getting ready to wrap up um what I like to ask our guests, if they will please do for us, is for our listening audience, if they will please pray us to the end of the show. And um, if you pick up any uh, word of knowledge, any prophetic, anything at all like that, uh, just let it rip. So go ahead and pray us to the end of the show and uh, have at it, man. Sounds good. Well, uh, Jesus, we, we love you. Thanks right now for all the listeners, Lord. You just... Uh I just see the arms of God just circling um, the people listening. I just pray right now you'd feel the embrace of God, <laughs> the embrace that um, will always last. It'll never be broken. I just pray you just hug them right now, Lord. Just pray fresh encounters over everybody that's listening. Lord, angelic encounters, Lord, heavenly encounters, encounters of Jesus. And God, would you uh, release the, the, just the spirit of uh, wisdom and revelation for each one of the people hearing the sound of my voice right now? That you would, uh, that you would, you'd break boxes, Lord, that we've put around you. I pray that uh, their minds would be receptive to the sounds of heaven, to the voice of heaven. I pray, Lord, that they would start to find you in creation. I pray that they'd start to find you anywhere they go, Lord, that they'd discover you speaking to them. I just pray the voice of the Lord over listeners. Just an increase of the voice of the Lord. I pray that scriptures would start to be, uh, they'd just stand off the page, Lord, that by revelation you would clarify truth and that you would exalt Jesus in their lives. And I also just pray uh, just a blessing over their times with you, Lord. I pray that um, that they would get that reality of the one glance, Lord. It's just amazing, God, that with one glance of our eyes, we can capture your heart, this unconquerable king, <laughs> that our weak love can capture you. And Lord, we just thank you that you're near, that you're a God that's not hard. It's not, it's not hard to win your heart, Lord. That you're a lover, and um, that you love to be near us. Yeah, just bless, bless, bless these guys. I pray you just take them. Um, I pray you take them through this battlefield without offense, and that they would uh, not fall in the pits of offense, Lord. But would make it to the other side safe and full of life. And for those those of you guys out there that are listening that want to raise the dead, I just pray open doors for you. I pray for favor. I pray for governmental favor. I pray that um, God would be put on display through your life, 
not just by the dead being raised, but just even by your wildness and wanting to pray for the dead to be raised. I bless your obedience, and I ask for favor from heaven. Yeah. And just anyone with back pains, like degenerative discs, um, especially like in the lower spine, um, I just pray healing over that right now. I just curse pain and sickness and disease in your bodies. I ask that the Holy Ghost and the fire of God would just rush through your entire body and make you well. And even, uh, I feel like someone's got a problem with their left knee. I don't know what it is, but it's on the back side, the opposite side from the kneecap. But just pray healing over that joint, whatever's going on. Uh, just divinely right now, Lord, you would just uh, bring healing. Just command healing in Jesus' name. Just thank you for these guys, Lord. I thank you for the listeners. I bless them, God. Amen. Amen, listeners. There's, uh, <clears throat> wow, it just... Phenomenal. Love this kind of stuff. Love this program. Love having you here with us to uh, share this time with us. So uh, all the programs are available on podcast. Don't forget they are on iTunes as well. And you can find all that information on our website at dominionfire.com and uh, all the show listings as well as podcast feed and the like. You can also email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire, and Twitter at dominionfire as well. So many ways to get in contact with us. And if you receive healing from anyone that prays on the show, please just let us know and uh, encourage us and help us out a little bit and let us share it with the world. So people need the world's groaning, waiting to hear this kind of stuff, bottom line. Again, we want to thank Tyler G. Johnson for joining us today. Check him out at oneglance.org. And... Uh, Tyler, it's been a pleasure. And listeners, again, thank you for checking us out. We will see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say on the ministry, boom, goes Yeshua.